Are you tired of people only telling you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear? Me too. I'm Lauren Lahav, and for the last 30 years, I've been blessed to speak to thousands of people around the world and share the stage with some of the world's biggest thought leaders. The Get Real podcast is my way of breaking down the BS of the filters of what we say and what we do. Real life, real issues, real solutions. Trust me when I tell you, it wasn't always like that for me. And I'm excited to help you through sharing what has worked for me, but most importantly, what didn't work for me. In the world of political correctness and living our lives on social media, what is real? In my life, I always look to people who understand what I'm going through and are willing to be real with me to help me move through it. With this podcast, I want to be that person for you. Whether it's just us or I bring in one of my friends, I promise these episodes will make a difference in your life. So strap in, hang on tight, and let's get real. And now it's time to get into the podcast. Here's Lauren. Welcome, everybody, to Get Real and Stay True. We are talking about the thing we're trying to all master or understand, at least. Um, I like to refer to myself, I heard this years ago, as a digital immigrant. And I'm on the line today with a digital pioneer and uh, an amazing woman who is really, I don't know, she just loves to learn. I love seeing her and Joss. Just, they, they, they're always learning. They're always picking up a book or they're always saying, hey, did you listen to that podcast? Or did you go to that event? Or did you hear this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Danielle, I can't keep up with you. Anyway, she's a digital immigrant uh, pioneer and she is my future daughter-in-law. Most beautiful woman that I can even imagine. I mean, if you're all are wondering if your kids are going to meet someone great, hope that they they do like uh, my son has. So anyway, Danielle, I know I could have brought anybody on to talk about this. I mean, I've got a lot of friends who are in the world of social media, but you really help people keep it simple, keep it simple. So maybe you can give us a little bit of your backstory. I know you have your own social media agency, if you would, and you work with me and have helped me a ton but um, can you share a little bit about your backstory, why this is such a passion for you? And, and then we'll talk a little bit about what you do to help people really get results. Yeah, definitely. Well, hi. <laughs> it's nice to be on your podcast. Usually I'm on the other end listening. So it's cool to be here. And um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. So my story goes back to, um, so I used to be a professional dancer. And when I was studying dance, I got injured and then kind of lost that profession. So I was looking for something new. I began working in the health and wellness world and then I started building my business online. So I started using social media as a platform to build and meet and connect and um, network with new people all around the globe, really. And I found that it was such an incredible resource and tool to build a business. And this was back in 2004. 14 so five years ago maybe even like six years ago and just started reaching out and testing and trying different things different methods of how you could make new friends with people how you could 
present yourself better so that you could be seen better and that could lead to more leads and all of that good stuff. So I started then and then I started building my business, which started to take off. And then I met you. Well, I met Joss and then I met you. And then um, I wanted to move to America to be with Joss and you hired me as um, your social media person. So that was like my first time stepping into the social media world as not just building my business, but built, helping someone else build their business. And then that kind of just momentum built from there in terms of building other people's platforms. Well, I love it. And, you know, I started with, I started social media. I remember just looking back and it said that I started, I joined Facebook, I think it was September, 2007. And I was on the road, you know, 200 days a year teaching these events. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what can I do so that I can meet, you know, connect with more people. And so same thing, you know, for me, I started originally just so I could reach more people and add more value, right? Because it's all about building relationships and adding value. And then, like, as you said, like, because I was sharing my life with people, my businesses began to grant, grow very organically, right? Because people saw that, like, I was being real with them. I was sharing my life, my ups, my downs, my ins, my outs. Um, and then they started to get curious about who I was and what I stood for. And then the business just businesses grew from that. But Danielle, I mean, look, I mean, your generation, there's so many things. I was saying to myself just now that um, I started, I was looking back at my social media and I started in September, 2007 on Facebook and really, it was because I was like, oh my gosh, I was teaching these seminars 200 days a year. I was like, I, I feel like I don't have enough time to connect with people. And I saw that Facebook was a great opportunity to really add value while I was on the road and share what I was learning and share places I was going. And, you know, any tips, I would make sure that each day I would have a theme for the day. And uh, it was interesting because everything started growing. People were like, oh my gosh, she's adding value to our lives love this. What else is she doing? Right. So it was like this natural curiosity. And then I remember the one day where another digital immigrant like me said, Oh gosh, Lauren, social media, that's a waste of time. Right. And I bought into it. Like I had a year like that. I bought into it. And so I started backing off a little bit and I lost my mojo for about a year and saw how people were like, where, where are you? What happened to you? You were giving us all of these things. And I kind of like to, I don't know where I heard this, but I love this example. It said, you know, TV's now the radio, meaning everybody has their TV on just kind of as this background noise. And the new TV is social media and your, your pages, what do your pages say about you? You know, do you want to be, you know, constantly negative news do you know what do you, what do you want your channel to be about and you've really helped me over the past couple of years refine who I am I mean we're always constantly refining but maybe you can talk about the you know how to build your identity you know what you know what how to get real results from social media not just for your business just that that you feel proud of your page right like I put up a post last night um, late at night and uh, I loved it. I just found it. I was just getting ready to go to bed and I, I it was be that girl. Oh, what was it? I loved it. And I was like, I did it just because it felt like, yes, that's that, that's who I am. That's how I want people to know me. Um, what's the post? You know, the post. I got to read it because I love this. Um, be that girl who roots for the other girl, tells a stranger, her hair looks amazing. Her style 
is on fleek and encourages other women to believe in themselves and their dream. And, you know, 46 comments. I was like, yes, like that's how, you know, and it was like, you're that girl for me. You're that this and that. And I was like, oh, okay, that resonates with me that people know. And so then you and I go back and we're like, okay, how can we add more value related to things like that? So you and I are always constantly looking on how to refine things. So maybe you could share how to get real results, Danielle. Yeah, well, when it comes down to sharing things, you want it to be connected to who you are and who, like your real voice. So rather than you trying to do what Lauren does or doing what I do or doing what somebody else does and seeing, oh, well, they've been successful. Let me just copy what they're doing. That's not going to work for you because people know you and you can only be consistent with that for so long until it feels icky and it doesn't feel great. So the best things for you to do is kind of write down five to 10 things of what really, um, who you really are. So maybe some things that you're interested in. If somebody was to create, and I learned this from Natalie Ellis, who is the CEO of Boss Babe. Um, she said, if someone was to create five stickers of you, like you had your own sticker set, what would your stickers be? So those are your things that you're going to think about. So mine would probably be now be my dog. That's one thing that when people may see that type of dog, they might start thinking about me now. Or when somebody sees my smoothie, because I'm always posting about my different smoothies, that might be one of my stickers. So what are people thinking of you as when they um, see your social media? So create your stickers and then you're going to create your content and your platform around those things. So really then you're just going to be sharing your authentic version of yourself and you're going to be adding values in these areas. So maybe you're really into health and wellness. So that might be one category of your page. Maybe you're really into, um, the boss babe vibes and like work from home or that kind of thing. So maybe that might be one of your vibes. So really get narrow, clear and narrow on what you are and what you stand for and what your, what your vibe is. And then when you're creating your content, you're going to create everything around that. And when you start to do that, it'll be feel like way easier for you. You'll be able to be way more consistent. You'll actually enjoy it. It won't be like a drag of like, Oh, I've got to do social media. Let me go post again. It'll be really authentic for you to share and really simple for you to share as well. So that's how I love to get started in the beginning. It's just finding out like who you really are, what you want to speak about and making it all about the true you. That's so funny. I love that. I love the five stickers, right? I'm actually looking at my stickers right now, right? So <laughs> much, I didn't even know that, right? So we got badass and beautiful, unapologetically authentic, stay true, get real. I'm trying to think of what the fifth one is. Probably like your family. Yeah, I was going to say mom on a mission or something like that, right? I love that. And so let's just use an example of what, you know, I love that. Or boots, right? Like any time when anybody yeah. sees any cowboy boots, they always are like, oh, when I saw these boots and I, I oh, thought of you. You and your, your boots on your suitcase. Like you are, oh. whenever you're in the airport, it's always your boots in your suitcase. Oh, right, right. So, or, yeah, this one too, you know, my sweet tea. I go into the airport. <laughs> when it comes down to that it's like yes that's like your thing but it's also such a marketing strategy as well because then like anytime somebody sees a sweet tea if you've been posted about and you've created that as like part of your like part of who you are then that brings into you've been marketed in every shop that sells sweet tea like you want to be at the forefront of someone's mind when they see that one thing so when someone sees like a cavapoo like I want people to think oh that's Danielle's dog whether they know me just from online from a week or whether they know me from real life, that's really how you create that strong influence. 
And it's almost like even a relationship. Like people feel like, oh my God, I saw Sweet Tea. Oh my God, that's my friend Lauren. You know what I mean? And it's, and then, and I don't know about you, but it always puts a smile on my face. Like when yeah. I'll see something, you know, that reminds me of somebody else, it makes me smile. But do you think it's so funny when you say that, when you're like, oh, that's my friend Julie's thing, but you've actually never met that person before, but you feel like you had that strong connection with them because you followed their social media and you like know all of these different ins and outs of their life of like, this is her favorite drink and this is where she loves to spend her time. And so you feel like she's your friend and that's like really great if you've managed to build that with your audience. Absolutely. Like our, our, our friend, um, Wendy, like yoga. Hello. Like anytime that like any yoga post comes up, I got to send it to, to Wendy or my friend Stacy. Like it's just so dumb. I saw that, that funny one, <laughs> the yoga, the guy in the, um, what was it? The tin man in the yoga class. And I'm like, she's like, come on, let's go to yoga. And I send her a, a you know, a picture like this is how I feel. But like you said, like anytime I think yoga, I think of Wendy. Right. I mean, don't you like that's the yeah. first thing that happens. That's so, so, so true. I think I need to really start sharing my Peloton, uh, you know, workouts so that maybe that if everybody starts thinking about me about Peloton, then I'll start having that body like some of those, some of those instructors on there. <laughs> anyway, yeah. plus a couple of the, I love that. The five stickers, the identity. What else would you share? These are great, just really um, easy things to do because I think lots of times, you know, I, I've gotten a little bit overwhelmed, you know, in the past. Now I'm not so overwhelmed, right? Like I'm doing the things that work for me. Like I was talking to Quinn and Asher about um, TikTok now, right? And I'm like, how many times do I need to do TikTok? And they're like, you know what? Just well, just do it like three times a week and see how it works for you, right? And so now I'm actually being more strategic about what kind of things that I would pick up, pick up. Um, and post on TikTok that are really my identity and really me. Or the same thing, I, I know the other thing that um, is not getting so obsessed with how many people are following me on Instagram, but just making sure that the engagement is there. And that I, not just the engagement is there from people, but that I'm engaging back. That's what I love about Gary Vee and I really respect about Gary Vee more than anybody out there, you know, of a, of a big person in social media, he's always responding back. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, you know, I have a big following, but I don't respond back. Well, then you're not really creating a relationship with people. Can you talk a little bit about that, about creating those relationships and what you can do? Yeah, well, social media is just like in-person networking, but just online networking. So the more you're networking online and that stop thinking about like people coming to you, because if you're going to a networking event, you can't just stand there and wait for people to come to you. You have to go and approach people, right? So when you go onto other people's channels, other people's platforms and network and connect and build a relationship or all of those things with them, then that brings them back to your page. And that's the best way to build engagement. Like you said, Lauren, like it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It matters how many connected followers you have who feel really engaged and connected to your stickers, who really feel like they know you and can rely on you and feel like you're a great source for them to come back to. That's where it's really at is creating that um, family like community on your platform. Cause those people are going to like you. They're going to trust you. They're going to feel like they really know you. And that's how people stick around as well. So definitely building that. And then if you want to grow your following is just going out and networking and commenting on the people's things and putting yourself out on other people's platforms.
I love though that you said that there's no difference between like going to a networking event in person or a networking event online. I mean, it's all about creating relationships, right? I was just doing a, um, a, a, a show with Tom Chenault and we were talking about that. He goes like, why, like, why have you always been good at networking? I go like, I'm really just curious. Like, I really just want to get to know people. I just, I love hearing people's stories. Like I love hearing about their breakthroughs. So what would be the top, the top three things um, that people should do with regards to, let's just, let's just talk for the old fogies like me for a second. Let's just talk. Um, Cause I think a great place for people to start is Facebook, right? Because there's so many groups, there's so many ways um, that you can, that you can really utilize Facebook right to create private groups with the messengers i think they're just it's a it's a good foundational um you know platform to go so what would be the top three things to do with regards to facebook and the three things not to do with regards to facebook specifically okay so well in regards to the three c things that i talk about is when you break it down to your social media it's three C's. So the first one is content. So the things that you're putting out there, kind of what we spoke about, what your stickers are, adding value, putting your personal in insights out there, connecting with people on your content that you're putting out there. The second C is um, connections. So connecting with new people. And that comes down to um, the people that you already have. Maybe you need to reestablish a relationship with those people, going into Facebook groups of similar interests with people, um, so if you're really into yoga, like Wendy, then maybe you might find a yoga group on Facebook where you find your tribe of other people who are also into yoga and go and connect with those people and add them, start conversations uh, around that topic. Don't just start random conversations, but maybe if they posted something about um, a new class that they've tried, maybe you want to message them and say, hey, like I just saw you went to that new class. How was it? I've been thinking about going, obviously, authentically, whatever is the situation, but connecting with those people. So that's going to help you build your network and also build the people that you're having relationships with is going to build. So then the third C is conversations. So make sure you're having new conversations with people every day and that you're paying it forward. So if somebody comments on your post that you reply back to that person, if someone messages you, make sure you reply back to that person. If somebody um, posts something that you really love, make sure you go and tell them that, like spend your time going and sharing those things. Don't just think about it, like act upon it. So if you see something that someone posted of their family and you're like, that was a gorgeous picture, maybe you might want to go and tell them about that so that that's going to help you build that relationship with those people. So those are the three things that I would make sure that you're doing. Content, connections, conversations. And three things that you shouldn't be doing is just posting for the sake of it. I think if you're in business, then a lot of people tell you to post, make sure you're posting. But if you feel like you don't have anything to post and then you're just creating something random that doesn't really make sense, isn't really you, or maybe you're copying somebody else's post and posting that, like, don't do that. It's not going to, it doesn't benefit you. If you have to go a couple of days without posting and have better content, then that's more, um, sustainable and impactful than just posting for the sake of posting the second thing i would say don't do is just like spam like salesy things like all the time have been like try this do this like you should be doing this like very aggressive marketing is uncomfortable if i always say to my team is like 
if you feel uncomfortable posting it, the people on the receiving end are going to feel uncomfortable too receiving it. So don't do it. Only share authentically of what feels good to you and what's going to feel good to the other people and make it a story. If you're going to do marketing, make it a story first. And the last thing... Uh, Gary Vee was just talking about that. You know, he was talking about that a lot of advertisers uh, originally when TV shows started off, that it was really the advertisers that sponsored those shows. So you didn't really even know that they were, had anything to do with it. it it's just that they, they didn't even do an ad with the first show. It's like that they just sponsored the show. So maybe it's just a post about adding value. And it, but it, it's like kind of subliminally just, you know, um, yeah. you know, if you are building, using your social media to build a business, every single post that you put out there should have some connection back to your business. That doesn't mean that like, say you're selling yoga mats, that like every post has to have a yoga mat in it. Or at the end of it, you have to be like, go buy my yoga mat. But like, maybe it's that you're showing that you're living a healthy lifestyle. Maybe it's that you're showing that you're going to yoga. Maybe it's showing positivity. Like maybe you're adding value in the health aspect all of those things prove that you're a reliable source of knowledge and information and a place to go to. So then when you do do your post about, you know, your yoga mat that you're selling, then people are more likely wanting to reach out and like have a look at that because you've done all of the other things first. Right. But it doesn't have to say yoga mats all the time. No, definitely not. Just yoga. <laughs> they're, thinking like, they're just being conditioned to you with regard to that. It's like me with, anything about positivity, personal development, getting better, you know, um, systems with related to life, whatever, right? Like, so those are things. So you and I do a calendar. We like talk about, okay, Lauren, like, let's just talk about this month, right? So before, before the 1st of August, we got together and we <laughs> did a, a, a plan, right? So those people that don't have somebody to actually do it with them, they can, right? They can do a social media plan. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that for them. Yeah. yeah. So what I love to use is I have this content planner that you actually got me, Lauren. It's from the actual content planner. I know people can't see this, but I have this here. And what it does is basically it's just your entire month. So you can get something like this or you can just print out a calendar sheet um, from Google and print it out and then go through and before you start adding the content to the days, start on the back of the piece of paper and write down all of the things that you want to share about. So maybe it's like you have different categories of like Facebook lives that you're going to do, IGTVs that you're going to do, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, stories. Like if you know you have an event coming up and you know that you're going to have to post about that, like make sure you're scheduling that into your content calendar and like all of these things so that then you can have a successful um, social media month and you're not just you're not just going by the whim of it. So once you've got everything on the back of it and you know what you need to be posting, then turn it back to the front and start putting it into different days of when when you need to post that or where you're going to post that. So then you can have a visual of what your entire month is going to look like before you just start randomly posting. And if you don't have time to do that or whatever, then that's totally fine as well. But if you find that you really love to dive into strategy and 
you want to be more organized with your social media, this is a really good way for you to get ahead of the grain. So then you're not chasing your tail throughout the month, um, thinking of ideas and just posting random things. So I love to do that. And you can also bulk create your content. So then if you have come up with all of the value that you want to add, say you're doing a post on like five ways to strength, like five ways to be more organized, then you can create that content before it comes up. So then you're all organized. So you just get on social media, put it in their post and you can get back off again. Cause I know a big thing for people is that they don't want to spend a whole lot of time on social media. Love it. And like, like we, like we theme the months, right? Like this month for me, September is get S H I, you know what done this month. So I'm like hunkering down. So a lot of the posts have to do with just hunkering down and, th- and people want to know the progress, right, on all of those things. So I talk about um, working on this and that and then just creating that curiosity and they're going, ooh, when is that going to be done, right? Like, it's almost like they're following you. It's so funny, like, I'll have people like, oh my God, like, so cool that you went and did that, like, I'm like, or last week, and I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, with regards to like, that they like really do start following you, right? They like, they love it, but you're creating the outcome is that you're creating community. You're making them feel that, one, you're responding to them, right? Which I think is so, so, so critical. I remember being a little girl and I started playing the guitar and I sent this celebrity. Back then, you know, celebrities weren't as huge as they are right now. And they had, but they had, um, sorry, people are texting me. Um, and they, but they never wrote me back. You know, they never wrote me back. They never responded to anything I sent pictures of myself playing the guitar. I got the glasses that they, you know, used to wear, that they would wear. And, you know, we just don't realize the effect of not responding of how it can affect people because um, I stopped playing the guitar, right? And we, we think that it might not have an impact, but lots of times people are, it's either a cry for help or people want to feel loved, right? And by responding, can you talk a little bit more about that or maybe a story that you have about responding back to somebody that did a post? Yeah, um, I actually made one of my best friends on social media through a post. It was actually I posted something. Um, So when we moved to New York, I didn't know anybody here. I just knew Joss. And so I was looking to make friends here and looking to build my own little community here. And I posted this post. We just moved into a new apartment and it had really grateful. It had like a, um, it had a rooftop pool and um i was so grateful for this pool and so we went to the pool one day and just took a picture of me at the pool and i posted in this facebook group so i posted in the facebook group it was a group for people who love to travel and i just posted there and i was like hey is anyone in new york would you like to come over for a dip in my pool? And I literally thought that nobody was going to reply. I thought that it was just going to go downhill. Like nobody was going to respond to me. And I ended up getting like over 200 to 300 comments on this one post been like, I'll bring the wine. I'll bring the chips. Like I'll be there in five minutes. Like obviously I didn't put my address out there or anything like that. And there was, you know, it was very overwhelming. I ended up not really meeting up with anyone, but this one girl commented on it and she was like, oh my God, this looks so cool. Like I want to come over. So I ended up messaging her and we ended up getting to know each other online. And then we went for a cocktail and we ended up becoming really, really good friends. We've ended up traveling together, doing fun things together, building business together. And, 
it's just been such an incredible relationship that was built just from one plus. So I really think that you just never know where things might take. If you just put yourself out there and be open to connecting with new people, you don't know where that's going to lead you. And the craziest thing is actually, Lauren, um, Joss and I met at a Juice Plus event. Like we didn't actually speak at the event. We never spoke at the event that we were both at. And he found me online and that's how we built our relationship. Like we had to be online speaking to each other. That was the only way that we could build our relationship. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't be afraid to connect with people. And it's just like we said before, it's just like going to a networking event and putting yourself out there. You just have to do the same thing online. I love it. Like lots of times I feel like I'm traveling even when I'm not traveling. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'll like, be online with somebody who's in Italy or somebody who's in Poland or someone who's in Australia. And sometimes like, because of social media, like I, you know, I do feel like I'm like, I, like I'm right there. Um, cool. So those people that are freaking out about it, like, I don't even know how to, you know, how to get started. What would you, what would you um, say to them just about like their profile picture, like some, some must for like their profile pictures and some must not for their profile pictures. So, yeah. Well, when it comes down to your basic profile, you want it to be about you. You want someone to click onto that profile and they'd be like, this girl or this guy looks representable and someone who I'd love to hang out with, right? Someone who I can trust. Um, So you want it to be a picture of yourself, like your profile picture should be of you because it's your profile. It's not your cat's profile. It's not your dog's profile. It's your profile. So you want to have a nice picture of you. I would make sure that you're like smiling in that picture or it really represents your personality. That's a really great way for people to capture who you are. It's just like if you met someone in person, it's that three second um, thing where someone makes an assumption about you, right? In the first three seconds, it's the same thing online. So have that representable. I would make your cover picture something else that represents you, whether that be a quote or it be your family or it be like a moment that you really loved, something that really represents you or something that you want to put out there. And your bio should be simple but effective. And you could even go down the route of sharing your background or just sharing your mission and your purpose of what your platform is about. So if you're about inspiring women to stay true to themselves and own their shit, then that would be what you want to put on your bio. Because then when people come to your platform, they're going to be like, okay, like I know why I'm here. I know what I'm going to get from this person. And it's not this confusing message of like, I'm into all of these different things. And I think that that can be the biggest thing. You've got to pick one thing. And one of my favorite books is that called The One Thing, right? Find your one thing and really stay, you know, like for a long time, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And and I remember I was talking with somebody and, and it always still came back to, for me, staying true, right? It always came back to, it's like, someone goes, well, I don't know what that means. And then what does that mean? And and so then they challenged me on it. And then when they challenged me on it, I was like, well, get to know me. And then you'll know what staying true means, right? And I realized what it really was, was building that relationship with people. And people know what that means as I build that relationship. Any top books that you'd recommend for people um, while they, as they're building this, Danielle? Yeah, I always love Gary Vee. Anything Gary Vee is always great. Um... I feel like for social media, like there's tons of like courses out there better than like a bug. Um, I love Boss Babe again. I just think that they are so 
far ahead and they're always building and sharing tons of value you can get tons of value just from their platform um but yeah guy v is the go-to the go-to guy awesome oh yeah i have an idea i yeah. think that anybody who because i know you very well obviously being part of the family i think that we should do a podcast episode where i interview you because i know so many things about you that i think you should share so we should get if you think that that's a good idea comment below like yes danielle interview lauren and then i will interview lauren if you guys want to hear some secret things that only family know about lauren oh you're gonna get real with me huh <laughs> yeah so what are some things that you do danielle um, thank you so much for getting real about social media. I love it. I love it for people who are really in the trenches. You know, I mean, you live it every single day. I know there's a lot of people that are out there that are that are teaching. I mean, you're just really living it as an everyday person going through life, and I love it. What What are some things that you do to stay true to yourself? Hmm. I think I'm really good at, like, boundaries of, like, knowing that I need my own space and, like, making sure that I'm in, like, a good place first before, like, giving out to anybody else. I think when you have two businesses and when you're in business and I'm planning a wedding and I've just got a puppy and, like, I'm expanding my relationship and there's always so many things that everybody has that they're going through. For me, it's really important for me to take that time for myself to get my workout in to yeah just do the things that feel good for me and I think another thing that I've noticed so much in my life which has been back so is that I really do follow my intuition like there's never been a moment when when I decided I wanted to go to dance college I didn't really think about it I just did it when I decided that I wanted to go to Italy to meet Joss like I never really thought about it, it wasn't until I was on the plane there when I was like what am I doing or it wasn't when we when Joss asked me if I wanted to move to New York I didn't really think about it I was just like yes I think when you really stay true to yourself and follow your intuition you'll be guided on the right path and when you start to overanalyze things and start to think into things 100 times over that's when you really don't you get disconnected from yourself and I think it's really important for you to stop listening to everybody else around you and what they're telling you to do or what they think's right for you but really just trust your gut instincts and follow that because that will always guide you in your right direction and not and you're not living your life for somebody else's life. Well, I think that that's pretty dang cool because I think it's what people are rediscovering and they're trying to figure out how to set those boundaries for themselves and also about staying true to themselves. Um, I'm beyond proud of you. I'm so excited for you. I mean, the best is yet to come. I mean, you're 24 years old and already figuring those things out about setting boundaries. And you are good at that. You know, and you and I, what I love about it is you've helped Joss to do that as well about setting boundaries. I know sometimes I'll call and and I know like, whoops, she's told him we're off, right? No phone calls. I mean, I know it and I love it. I love it. He's done that for me, right? Like at six o'clock, he says, that's it. Done. Family time. Us time. No talking to anybody because I could go forever, right? With regards to, you know, working and doing all that stuff. But those boundaries are really important. Well, this has been an honor. I know that everybody's gotten tons of value from you and uh, they can find you on social media. What's your social media info? My Instagram is just Danielle Hatton and the Hatton has two ends at the end. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. And I will talk with you soon and we'll see if they want to do that interview. Yeah, we have to. Thank you.
Are you ready to start 2020 strong? Go to laurenlahab.com. That's L-O-R-E-N-L-A-H-A-V.com and learn more about Lauren's manifestation course. Use code STAYTRUE for your podcast subscriber discount.